This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, can you hold this for me? Plus, Biz does not know, Teresa gets a clue, and we talk to Judy Greer about everything. Woo! Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo! It's Teresa's birthday! She's older now! Yay! Or as Oscar says... <laughs> You're bigger than daddy now. Aw, you're bigger than daddy. He said, I've been waiting for this day. (laughs) You're bigger than daddy. You're finally bigger than daddy. Wow, very nice. So, first off, Max Fun Drive. Oh, yeah. It's here. Yep, it's here. And we're going to be talking a lot about what the Max Fun Drive is, for people who might not know, as well as all the cool stuff we're going to be doing this week and cool stuff you get to have when you become a member and support our show and the Max Fun Network. But before we start talking about that, I want to ask you how you are, birthday girl. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) I kind of just want to crawl into a hole. Okay. Birthday hole. Yeah, birthday hole. But it was a pretty good weekend. And this morning, my kids are so cute. They're like, they're so excited. They're at that age where like, they're so excited that it's my birthday. And they have no, they feel no pressure whatsoever to do anything. (laughs) It's your birthday. But they're just excited and happy. Like, it's almost like it's for them. Mm. Like, they're just pleased that it's my birthday. But they're very sweet. And uh, this morning, I was taking Oscar to school. And he wanted to bring two things in the car (laughs) <laughs> which he said are for my birthday surprise. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, okay then, what are they? Yeah. One is this like huge like joke book for kids ah. that's like very used. I'm sure Jesse found it at like the flea market right. or a thrift store or something random. It's definitely not for a five-year-old sure. who can't read. Sure. It's more for probably like a 10-year-old or a right. 12-year-old or something. And it's huge. Yeah. It's like an encyclopedia like joke book. And just... <laughs> So stupid. Yeah. Um, but he's like, well, I need my joke book, and then I need this clock. And it's like a wall clock <laughs> that like we haven't hung up yet. And I was like, well, let's leave the clock inside. You can yeah. bring the book. He's like, but I need it for your birthday surprise. And I was like, okay, I guess yeah. then. But then moments pass, and as we're getting ready to go to the car, he decides he no longer needs the clock. But uh. he definitely needs the joke book. He made me reassure him multiple times before dropping him off at school yeah. that I would pick him up in the same car and that the book would still, still be, be there, there. Mm-hmm. for the birthday surprise. So, guys, your guess is as good as mine. What the what fuck is my be? birthday surprise going to be that has to do with his joke book that he cannot read? My mind's going wild with answers. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> But that's yeah. how my day is going well, that's so far. Treat. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm still sick, mm. but totally doped up to come in and do the show because, you know, parenting. Yeah. I actually have something, it's kind of related to what you're talking about. Ellis has been going through this phase of like, he'll say, guess what I want for my birthday, or guess what movie I want to watch this weekend, or. I'm hungry for snack, anything. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear the song, whatever it is. And we'll say, okay, what is it? And there will be this pause and he'll go, you know. <laughs> 
No, no, I, I no, don't. I don't know. really know. Yes. Oh God. Because you know. And I'm like, all right. I don't. Um, You're like, okay. Don't let's do songs. <laughs> like, let's do. Let's do like snacks. We'll just say wheat thins. No. <laughs> uh, green crunchy things. No. <laughs> you know. Ellis, can you just give me like a hint or yeah. a clue? You know we had it in your car. Granola bars? No. Oh my God. This goes on forever. He does it like with Stefan. He does it. It's like, this is what movie I'm going to pick. Can we have a clue? It's funny. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. You get like we get like yeah. really like yeah we don't know we yeah. come up with all the answers yeah. right like it's hard because he's being cute and he's trying to play a cute yeah. fun game and you're yeah. like this isn't fun to me it's Just not tell fun. me what it is yeah and then I like totally pass the buck onto poor Katie Bell I'm like Katie Bell you guys <laughs> <laughs> ask your father speaking of asking questions I want to real quick circle back to the fact that it's the Max Fun Drive yes and we've got a lot of new listeners to the show who may not know what the Max Fun Drive is. So I thought we would just quickly yeah. talk about do that. what it is. First of all, it's two weeks out of the entire year. Yep. And this time it's going to be March 18th through the 29th. And, you know, One Bed Mother is part of the Maximum Fun network of podcasts. So we're like, there are, there are Grand Poopa. Yep. Our papa. Yeah. Our birth parents. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, and so they have this drive and every year. One, but Yeah. So, and Max Fun is an entirely audience supported network. So, One Bad Mother, therefore, is also audience supported. And so, once a year, we come to our listeners and we say, please help support <laughs> our show so we can keep making it. And we already have. Lots and oh. lots of amazing members who have kept this show going yes. since day one, which was like six years ago now. Six years ago. Yeah. And every year we ask people to join or consider upgrading their monthly membership. There are amazing gifts at every level. And we're going to talk about those gifts we will talk a little later them. in the show. Yes. And basically this is just how our show gets funded for the whole year. You may notice that we are very selective about ads. We don't have a lot of ads on our show. We are a primarily listener-supported show, and we really, really like it that way. And we like making our show for free. Yep. So. And the last thing we want to say is that... The Max Fun Drive is also really fun because we get to really show you how much we appreciate you more than we more than we usually do, Mom. Yeah. So there are videos coming out throughout the next two weeks. We did make videos. We that happened. Made <laughs> some videos. We're clearly in the wrong business. There are gonna be just lots of fun little surprises over the next two weeks. So keep your eyes out on the social media. You know you're looking at it anyway. That said, yeah. none of that ties in nicely. Nope. To what? what well, actually, I can make it tie okay, in nicely. Okay, great. You guys are carrying us. Yes, there we go. That's why you're the host That's of this show. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are carrying us, which ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is can you hold this for me? Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise.
Teresa, can you hold this for me? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Idaho, Alaska. Um, okay. A couple of like weeks, maybe months ago, mm-hmm. we talked about the like carrying a lot mm-hmm. emotionally. You, I think you, we started off oh, as like, yeah. a, it wasn't like a real topic, but we talked about yeah. the start of the show. And I thought, why haven't we talked about the physical things yes. we're carrying around? Because yes. it's a lot. Yeah. So I thought we could get into that today. And I'm just going to start with, I guess, I mean, we can go lots of places. We can we can explore where we are most often asked to carry things. Uh-huh. We can talk about the types of things we carry, things that we've said we're never going to carry. Yeah. Like some things that we're like, ah, you won't be an adult if you don't carry this, yes. right? Yeah. Like how slowly suddenly you're standing and you've got like 10 water bottles in your hands, but you only have two kids. <laughs> like, slow, like there's lots of ways to explore. Yeah. So I guess I'll just start with, do you find yourself carrying a lot? Oh, my God. I, <laughs> yes. And I, I I guess, like, my car has yeah. become the way that I carry things. Yes. But I think, like, when I think about this topic, yeah. what I immediately picture in my mind yeah. is myself mm-hmm. at the end of a day. Yep. Where I'm coming home and I have all my kids in the car. Yes. And each kid somehow has more than just one thing because they have their backpack, but somehow their lunch got pulled out of their backpack. Yep. They also have a jacket or something. They're usually carrying a piece of paper. Yeah. For some reason. I'm sorry. Art. Sometimes it's art. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's a book. There's just, there's so much stuff. And then... I have my stuff, which I'm going to acknowledge straight up. I have a bag. I often have a beverage. I often have, you know. You've been running errands, so there might be stuff. You've also picked up. There's some stuff. And I think because I have a car, you know, I'm not taking public transportation, which would require that I consolidate some of my shit a little bit better. Yeah. But I don't. So what I do is I pull up to my house and mm-hmm. my fr- open my front gate, mm-hmm. I open my van, I tell my kids to get all their stuff yeah. and bring it in. And they're getting better and better at that yeah. gradually. And I stand there for 15 minutes <laughs> taking a few things at a time from the car to my front yard. Yeah. From the car oh. to my front yard, from the car to my front yard. Because I can't open the front door yet because the dogs will come running out into right. the street and one of them will bite someone. <laughs> So I just gather, I, I make like five trips, uh-huh. little trips. You know, I'm standing right there. Yeah. Then there's this big pile in uh, our front yard of all, all the, shit. the stuff. And then I get the toddler out of the car to uh-huh. safely walk him around. Hopefully by then my other kids have gotten out. Sometimes at this point, Gracie's still just sitting in the car reading a book because she hasn't noticed right. that we're home, despite <laughs> me having told her like 10 times. <laughs> we're home. And we get inside and we lock everything up and we lock the gate. And then I deal with that pile. Yeah. I deal with that pile over the course of the evening. Yeah. Getting the pile bit by bit into the house and the things where they need to go. Yeah. Mm. That's familiar. Yeah? Yeah. 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 My end of day, end of day is a good place to, I think, start. Mm -hmm. All I'm going to add is... 
my image when I think about the end of the day is they've got somehow more stuff than they started with. Yep. That is a that's a true. mystery yep. that happens. <laughs> and my all the things you said, yeah. except I only do one trip, ergo, that's what my fucking car looks yeah. like. Yeah. Right? So yeah. there's so much like Tupperware. Where's right. the Tupperware? Where's the right. thing? Right. And the image of myself mm-hmm. is a haggard and broken <laughs> person, like carrying, yeah. like stuff is like crammed. Yeah. And then like my kids being like, I can you hold this for me? Because yeah. I can't get it. And they only have one thing in their hand. Yeah. And then my response is usually, look at me. I want you to stop. And I, w- <laughs> I want you to really take a look. Yeah. Does that do does anything? It? Does that sink in for them? No. Yeah. Well, my- for Katie Bell, it okay. kind of does. I'm like, Katie Bell, yeah. please look just at me. look yeah. at me. Yeah. And with Ellis, yeah. I'll say, I'll say it to him, and it's yeah. slowly starting to catch up. I'm like, yeah. I don't really have yeah. a way to carry it. Yeah. One time, Katie Bell made the mistake of saying, you can make two trips, <gasps> to which I said, uh, I believe yeah. you can make yeah. many traps. That has happened. Yeah. In my and then as well. I then shuffle over and have somehow managed to like be holding stuff in a way in which I cannot unlock the door right. with the keys. Yep. So I've got to like shimmy right. or jimmy or yep. something slides out and hits mm-hmm. the ground, to which again, a child will say, You dropped that. Mm-hmm. And I say, in my mind, Pick it up, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna kick it across the ground. Yeah. I don't say that out loud. I say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I I get in, and you, and then everything just falls. Like right. everything just falls yeah. on the floor, on the yeah. counter, whatever is there, and then everybody just goes away. Yeah. And yeah, you're left yeah. carrying the bag, as it were, yep. holding the bag. Yeah. And I, you know what? The, Actually, it's fine if we go down the path of very silly, like, things we're carrying Mm -hmm. and, like, all that crap. Mm -hmm. But I think at the core, this really hits a nerve for me Mm -hmm. on some level because I feel like before kids, I would see the, like, mom coming home from school with Mm -hmm. carrying, like, all the backpacks. Right. All the backpacks. Yeah. And I really thought... I don't want to be the backpack carrier. Like, my kids have to be able, sort of like reading a map. You have to be able to read a map. And, like, I again, now that I've had kids, I don't know what people's different stories were as to why they were doing it. Yeah. But I also know sometimes the story is simply, it's just easier to fucking carry the backpack and get to the car. And then the next thing you know, they're 16 and you're carrying their backpack (laughs) down their wedding aisle when they got married at 16. Yeah. Anyway, but so, like, for me, I just... Didn't. Did you just say they're carrying their wedding yeah. backpack? Yeah, their wedding backpack and they're 16. I'm slowly, slowly <laughs> yeah. arriving here yep. today. Because you carry, really I carried funny. it so long right. that they yeah. just, yeah. Are, that, that's obviously what's going to happen to them next. Right. They're just going to get married right away. I know. <laughs> Find new people <laughs> to carry their backpacks. I don't know. Every once in a because my kids do mostly carry their backpacks yeah. now, but like every once in a while, I do take Oscar's backpack because I feel like. It does slow him down so sure. much. Like if we're running late right. for school, which, come on, it's every day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so heavy. It's like pulling him backwards to the floor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, And I'm yeah. just like, I can either hold on to the backpack and, like, drag you into school right. while it's attached to your body. <laughs> which is an option. <laughs> or I can just, like, carry it. Right. Yeah. So, so like, with Katie Bell, she sometimes, I mean, 
what I'm okay with is if she says to me, if I go to pick her up and we're walking back to the car and she says, this is all really heavy, mm-hmm. I can say, would you like me to help? And mm-hmm. she'll say, yes. But we've set it up that the expectation is I will take one or two things so that she can carry mm-hmm. the other thing. Sure. I don't mind helping. Like, yes. I, like I, there's one. That feels right. right. That feels yes. right. I will help you carry this. Yeah. There's something to me where it plays on that, like, I need them to be able to do this. If you can't carry it, you can't have it a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? So there's some of of that. But I kind of liked where we were going with the like, oh, that's that's nice. Are there, so let me ask you this. Are there things that just like you're willing to carry? Huh. You're like, I'm okay carrying this. I like carrying Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Because he's Cute, cute and cozy yeah. and he like rests his little arm on my shoulder yeah cute yeah yeah I'm with you on the like I will totally help carry stuff yeah but they need to be like making an effort right like, I I can't have like there's this one thing that happens in the mornings where Oscar has now learned to strap himself into his car seat which is great, great. but he won't do it if he's holding something and he's almost always holding something because he always likes to bring something. Right. He's, like, he's a person who carries a thing. Right. To like whatever. Everywhere. You know, yeah. like whatever it is. And so if he has something in his hand, I'm like reminding him to strap yourself in, you know, and he's like, I can't. I'm holding, yeah, holding blah, blah, blah. It. So then it's like I'm trying to leave the house. So I just kind of help him. Yeah, of course. You know? But so I don't know. There's like, I, I don't think there's any stuff. In particular, like you're the like, oh man, I'm specific. I'm fine with carrying that. <laughs> outside of my I don't child. know if I have anything. Right? I don't know if I have anything either. I feel like most carrying scenarios like happen trying to get to or get from a place. Like yeah. that's an easy setup. Like we're running late for school. We've got to yeah. get. So you just grab all the shit and say, yeah. get in the car, right? Yeah. Like. Or you're leaving, can you hold this, can yeah. you hold this, and like suddenly you're carrying everything, you know, to the car. Yeah. I was at, you know, we were at California Adventure yesterday, and uh, <laughs> everybody had to go to the bathroom, so they all went to the bathroom, and I found myself, I, I posted this picture on Instagram, mm-hmm. I found myself standing there with like three water bottles, mm-hmm. a blue slushie, so the backpack, yeah. Katie Bell's hat, yep. and I just thought, well, this is every yep. parent everywhere yeah. and I, I was watching people walk around with the strollers yeah and i thought i'm gonna ask myself a real question do i miss the strollers yeah. or do i not and i have to say though i don't i have more times at at the park yesterday saying i don't so miss the stroller, no stroller. Yeah. because like you got to take the kid out and break it down yeah. before you get on the tram yeah. you take it out break it down yeah, it's every time you have to do the, yeah. the right you gotta park it yeah. and i was like Okay, and I remember the first time we ever went to the airport without a stroller, and I was like, I'm going to have to not only be carrying Ellis, but I'm going to be carrying all the stuff my kids said they would carry on their own. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That they needed. That they needed. And I said, if you take this, you have to carry it. Yeah. I will. Yeah. That's a lie. And obviously, (laughs) age plays into this, right? But like... There's also, I can probably, while I cannot name things that I like holding, I can name lots of things I don't like holding, mm-hmm. uh, like half-eaten things. Mm. Like, it's amazing what they hand me mm-hmm. to hold. So, like, can you hold this? And it's like a half-eaten fruit yeah, or sandwich yeah. or anything that you don't want to hold. And I'm like, yeah. why am I holding this for you? Yeah. Well, I've got to go do a thing. Yeah. 
but I don't want to. I don't want to hold this yeah. while you're. Can I eat it? No. And also, which which goes to the like, if they ask you to hold like a drink or a food item, yeah. At least in my house, it's always. Can you hold this for me? Is always followed with, don't drink it. Like I'm gonna, like, right. <laughs> I'm gonna drink all of you. Don't drink it. This reminds me of I had to explain to Oscar not to throw oh. his trash at me while I'm driving. <laughs> That's what it really like, boils down to. Honestly, yeah. and this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like the There's dignity. A, the dignity. Like, yeah. I'm like, I know I just handed you a snack. Yeah. I know you have trash, and I know like you want to pass it to me and be done with it. Right. And I know that you know that you're not allowed to just throw it on right. the floor. But like there, there have been a couple times yeah. recently where I'm in the, I'm like on the freeway or whatever, and I can't reach back and have him hand yeah. it to me, and I'm like, you're just gonna need to hold on to it for a minute, yeah. And he will just toss it, and even though it like lands in the center console or whatever, right. I'm just like, okay, you can't throw trash yeah. at me, yeah. You just can't, you can't, you can't throw trash in the car, yeah, at all, anywhere, yeah. even if it's going the place where you hoped it would go, and you can't. Just don't throw, don't, don't throw, throw trash at me. at me. That's what Do this not really boils down to. The like schlepping the kids' stuff, the like carrying the haggard, broken yeah. feeling we already feel. Yeah, just it seems to like shine a flashlight it does. on yourself yes. when your kid does something super obnoxious, <laughs> like hold this for me. You know, like <laughs> I just am like. The piles are endless, mm -hmm. and the arms are too few. Before we get into genius and fails, we want to talk about the genius of the Max Fun Drive. This is the part of the show in which we tell you all the ways we want to reward you for joining the Max Fun family of supporters or upgrading. So thank you. First of all, big thank yous. Yeah. I mean, the, your real gift is then you get to listen to the show and be like, I am the reason this show, show is exists. happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. First, I just want to start with the $5 a month membership. You can sign up. And support the show at $5 a month, which is like coffee, you know, like it's like one coffee a month, guys. Yeah. Are we your coffee? <laughs> and when you do, you get all the exclusive access to all the bonus content from not only our show. We've got like six, yep. seven bonus shows now. Yep. There's one about cars. There's one about rocks. And our latest one is a recap and yeah. outtakes of the years yeah. that have gone by. It's a, the, it's a the, tearjerker. This one, the most recent one, is reason enough, I yeah. think, to become a member. Yeah. Um, it's well worth your $5 a month just to hear this, this <laughs> plus, episode. Plus, you get all uh, the other Max Fun Network yeah. uh, bonus shows. So that right there worth doing. And you get that at any level. Yep. And then at the $10 monthly membership level, we Ooh. are doing the beautiful enamel pins again this year, which were so popular last year. These are designed by Megan Lynn Cott. And this year's new design for One Bad Mother. Oh guys, my God. I am a self. It's a little tiny hand mirror. 
that says I am a self. And it's it's just perfect. It's amazing, it's too guys. Perfect. It yes. is quite literally amazing. That's $10 a month. You get that plus all the bonus episodes. And I think we'll just talk a little bit about the $20 a month membership because this is a really cool gift. You get not only the pen, not only the bonus content, you also get a beautiful 18 by 24 inch 550 piece maximum fun puzzle designed by Jeffrey Tice specifically for Max Fun monthly members. It's like a person in headphones looking out over MacArthur Park Lake. It's the view from our studios. Yeah. And as a puzzler, I am very excited about this. And it's very pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. There are so many levels. Yeah. $35 a month and more. Rocket engraved coffee mugs that are beautiful and made of glass. There is a culture club. There are Max FunCon tickets. There are so many amazing gifts. You can check it out at MaximumFun.org slash donate. All the information about all the gifts are there. We don't have time to go through every single one of them there, but check it out for yourself. See what level is right for you. And no matter what level is right for you, we are going to be so incredibly grateful to have your support. So grateful that you should stick around for the end of the show where we're going to talk about some One Bad Mother specific projects we've got cooked up for our new and upgrading members. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So, Curtis is sick again, and that's (laughs) that's part of why I I have, like, the birthday blues, because I was up with him for, like, two hours in the middle of the night, and then up early, and it just sucks. He's fine. He just has, like, a cold and a fever and whatever. And during the night, I just did some weird shenanigans, like, I, but I was, like, really proud of myself, because basically it was that thing where your kid is sick, it's the middle of the night, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, there's nothing, I can't, like, fix it, I can't bring him into bed with me that's not gonna fix it for him like I can't there's there's like very little that I can do but he's awake and I don't want to like abandon him right because he's sick so like outside of giving him ibuprofen I was like I dude I'm just gonna keep checking on you and bringing you water and letting you know I love you and like whatever and like singing you songs periodically but like right he's just awake so finally he starts complaining that his diaper is uncomfortable which I think was true because sure. he's hot and sweaty and just like feels gross so I asked him if he wanted undies, and I was like, why Why am I asking him this right now? Why? Why? Because I was, like, at my yeah. wits end, but he was screaming, you know, and yeah. they share a Unhappy. room. And yeah. So I was like, uh, undies? And he's like, yes. And I was like, okay. And, like, I just real quick put together, like, uh, one of those, like, overnight undie maxi pad things that oh, are yeah. for much older kids and like shoved it in like a toddler trainer undies thing. Yeah. And he liked that. He was happy with that. Wow. And it like fit and worked. I did that in the dark, guys. I'm nice. amazing. And then I realized he was still hot and like the medicine wasn't kicking in yet. 
I offered him a boo-boo bunny. Oh, boo Which bunny. I don't know if we've talked about using it for fevers before. No, we haven't. But it lives in the freezer. Yeah. It's cold, but not too cold. It's soft and comforting. Yep. And he really loved it. It really, like, helped oh, him calm yay. down because it was so nice and cool against his skin. He was rubbing it on his head. Nice. And he went, ended up going to sleep with that, kind of like a lovey. Oh, so that was really cool. That makes me happy. Yeah, Good should. job. Good yeah, job, thanks. Teresa. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to try and consolidate this as tight as I can. Katie Bell had a field trip uh, last week in which she was going to be on a boat for a while. Now, we had no idea if this was going to make her sick, but she's my child, so probably. Probably, But I didn't want to give her drama mean because I didn't know how it was going to affect her. And once the boat got to where it was going, they were going to go on a hike. And I didn't want to like... When I took Dramamine, it would knock me out, like, Mm. asleep. Not like, Mm. I'm a little tired. Like, out. So I didn't want to, like, give it to her and then have her be miserable. So I just thought, you know, worst case, she pukes, she gets some water, she'll feel better, and she'll go on the hike, Mm -hmm. right? So she pukes, Mm -hmm. and she, on the way back, she's like, well, I guess on the way over and on the way back, she's pretty out. But I was talking to the teacher. She was fine, guys. She, everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. But I was talking to her teacher the next day, and she said, you know, it was so funny. She was getting really kind of, like, annoyed with how many people were coming up to her asking her if she was okay, especially um. all the parents that were on the trip. Oh. And a lot of parents kept coming up and offering her drama mean, oh. to which Katie Bell said, no. I'm not allowed to take any medicine that my mom hasn't said is okay for me to take. And her teacher's like, yeah, you've heard Katie Bell, and her mom didn't tell me that that was okay to give her, and so we're not giving it to her. And she said, like, some parents got it, but a lot of parents didn't. A lot of parents were like, she's so miserable. Yeah. This will make her feel better. I want you to do it for my child. And, and she was just like, it was so weird. Katie Bell won't take it. But the genius here is this is our, like, another example of our, like, programming since birth about yeah. never take pills from anyone, even parents that you know. Yeah. Don't take medicine unless we've all said it's okay or they've called me and talked to me. Yeah. Because even though right now it's about Tylenol yeah. and, like, Dramamine, in the future it's about hey, my friend is going to offer me something like a pill, right? Yeah. Like This is like drug prep work, right? Yeah. Don't take something just because. And I was so proud of her yeah, you should be. for being clear. And I felt like a genius because she was listening. Aww. She ain't going to take your drama mean. Yeah. Poor baby girl. Oh, good job, I though. I'm so proud of yeah, her. Yeah, that's good. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is Amy, and I'm calling with a fail that turned into a genius. This morning, I snuggled with my 10-month-old daughter for two hours, only to realize when she woke up, she was covered in vomit, as was I. And I felt awful. I had no idea that she had thrown up in the night. This is the first time she's thrown up, and I felt really guilty that I didn't know. And then I remembered listening to a fail on One Bad Mother of a mom whose big child threw up during the night and... She felt really bad about it, and then I remembered, and I felt fine, because this happens to other people, and my daughter didn't cry, she wasn't upset, she just slept in a crib with vomit, and then I am covered in it too, so I'm about to step in the shower. But just want to say thank you, and thank you to that other mom for sharing her throw-up fail, because now it's a genius. 
You're doing a great job. Bye. This is why I love the show. Yeah, this is so this good. This is why I yeah. love the show. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, even if just Teresa and I never spoke again. Yeah. It is knowing that other people have gone through this and have made... Guys, I could do an entire three-hour genius fail spectacular just surrounding the guilt around children waking up with throw-up all over them yep. and the parent not knowing about it. Like, I just... Good job remembering this. Good yeah. job being like, oh, actually, I'm okay. And yeah. everything actually is okay. <laughs> this is actually all right. Yes. I am just, you're just, I'm so impressed. Yeah, it's so good. Good. It's so healthy. It is. Yes, too healthy. Good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So... I just never got new contact lenses. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. We were talking about this. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the air, though. I don't think so. No. Yeah. I wear, mostly I wear contacts during the day and I wear glasses at home. I don't really find glasses or contacts to be particularly comfortable, <laughs> but I can wear each of them as long as I have the other one to alternate to when mm-hmm. I get sick of it. And I just, I ran out of my contacts. I saw it coming. I knew I was running out. And things were just so busy that I knew when I get to the end of this, I'm not going to be able to make that call and order more right now. Yeah. I can't think about it right now. I probably have to go in for my, like, checkup, too, in order to, like, renew my prescription or whatever. Yeah. And I just, it's just such a like sad little like lack of self-care thing where I was just like, I'm just going to do without that for a while because I just can't (laughs) bring myself to get to To do do that thing. Just can't do it. Yeah. Just can't do it. So glasses for me. (sighs) Glasses for Teresa. (laughs) Well, you suck at taking care of yourself. I know. So we are, we're season pass holders for Disney because you know, we live in Southern California and Devons and theme parks and blah, 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 blah. Research. Anyway, we usually always go to the Disneyland side, not the California Adventure, and we really wanted to do that, but Ellis is sometimes hard to persuade. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, one of the things that we do that's sort of genius when we go is we make a list of all the things that we want to do so that we can check off the list, not get distracted and go other places. Somehow this kind of works. One of the things that the list up was like, oh, don't forget, there's Bugs Land. Like a bug's life is there. And you get to like, you're like a bug. And he's like, oh, my gosh, that sounds so cool. And he's like all excited about it. And then we wake up uh, to go. And and Ellis is like telling Stefan, I can't wait to do the bug's life ride. And he's like, oh, that's closed down. (gasps) It's going to be, they're building like a new, you know, Marvel thing there. And Ellis goes, what? And I was like, oh, it's just, it's just closed oh no and then like Stefan's like yeah no it's never it's never coming back and I just look at him like Stefan so like I just it was like this Uh and it kept coming up throughout the day where like Ellis would somehow remember that this wasn't a thing we were doing despite all the other great things we're doing yeah and that I felt really bad about that's that, and it's one so of those things bad. where you're like, I know that tired is playing it. I know that yeah. like, I know everything that's playing into this. Yeah. But it still feels like a kick in the gut. It sucks for you. Yeah. Like he was great. He'll get over it. It's just it. that you're sitting there going, like, I could have just not avoided said this. It. Yeah. We could have avoided all of this. 
If I just said, this is supposed to be fun. Oh. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm calling with a fail. I was doing laundry last night at some ungodly late hour. I don't know, maybe midnight or so. And was processing laundry from the washer to the dryer. Went to start the dryer. And I heard this really loud clunking noise. Um, so I opened up the dryer door thinking, I don't know, maybe... Uh, it was a really wet towel or something that hadn't, I don't know, spun correctly in the when it was doing its wash cycle. Um, so I adjusted and started the dryer again. I heard this clunking sound again. So this time I looked in the dryer, felt with my hands for something, anything unusual, felt something hard, and pulled it out. And it was a steak knife. Jesus. <laughs> How the steak knife got tied up in the laundry is beyond me. And the sad thing is that it went through the wash cycle without me noticing it. So I picked up the laundry, put it in the wash, then took it from the wash into the dryer, and there was a steak knife in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm wow. clearly failing at life. Um, at the very least, I'm failing at laundry. Hopefully you guys are doing better than I am. Love this show. Okay, bye. Wow. 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 That wasn't what I thought was going to be in the laundry. Me neither. How does a steak knife get in to the laundry? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? That kind of thing. Some people, you're either like the type of person who's like, that's so weird and awful and you're done with it. Yeah. Or you're like me who <laughs> will now wonder where else are there steak knives? Yeah. Where else yeah. are there things where they're not supposed to be? Where else could you accidentally stab, stab, yourself, stab yourself by feeling around yeah. for something that's thunking? <laughs> what is that? It's like a horror film. You're it reaching really in is. and it's just like a giant, like, you know, mutant spider. Yeah. That's just like, you're just like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Uh, it must be those fuzzy underpants. <laughs> and those, yeah. Well, you are doing a terrible job. Yes. Somewhere in the mechanical workings of your house. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Uh, you're doing awful. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Hey, Teresa, let's call someone today. Today, we are calling Judy Greer. Judy Greer's career in both film and television has been extremely prolific, with her appearing in over 100 roles to date. In the past two years alone, Judy has appeared in 12 feature films, including Clint Eastwood's The 1517 to Paris, Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp, one of my favorite, 20th Century Fox's War for the Planet of the Apes, the independent film Wilson, opposite Woody Harrelson and Laura Dern, and most recently, again, a favorite in the Bloomhouse reboot of Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Last year, Judy made her feature film directorial debut with A Happening of Monumental Proportions. Produced by Artist First and Depth of Field, it stars Common, Bradley Whiteford, Allison Janney, 
Jennifer Garner, Anders Holm, Katie Holmes, Rob Riggle, and Storm Reed. The film premiered at the Bentonville Film Festival in May 2017, where it won the Audience Spotlight Award. Welcome, Judy. Who are you? Who are you? I can't. I'm like, let, let's find out. Who, but who I are mean, you really? And we didn't even mention Archer. I know. We didn't mention show. Archer. I know. Or Storybots or, you know, any of it. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Before we get into, you know, whatever questions we can uh, trick you into answering, uh, we're going to start with who lives in your house? Okay. I live in my house. My husband, Dean Johnson, lives in my house. My stepdaughter, Emily, lives in my house. She is 22 years old. And my dog, Mary Richards, lives in my house. <laughs> what kind of dog is Mary Richards? Because I love that. She's great. some, I know, she's, uh, she's a, I call her a terrorist mix. She is like, um, she's from a rescue. She's wild and crazy. And I really love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so you've got you've got kids who appeared magically in your life. Yes, uh, though, yes. Though I'm not sure uh, if, if if magic is the right word. <laughs> We're all about if you have kids that wind up in your house. Congratulations, you're a parent. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about that. You know, like I mean, there's just so much wrapped up in wording and how we refer to parents and moms and kids and blah, blah, blah. But tell us a little bit about how it happened for you. <laughs> well, I do feel like it was pretty magical. Nice. I mean, it's pretty magical in this day and age to like um, meet someone that you're so compatible with that you like want to marry them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like it's hard enough. But um, yeah, I met my husband on a blind date and it was like, it took a, it took us a few weeks to be able to schedule our date because of our schedules, and so we were just like talking on the phone a lot, and we were like talking and talking, and it was so fun, and I just was really liking him. And then like about two days before our actual date was supposed to happen, he was like, "Did did did the guy who set us up? Uh, his name's Matt. He said, did Matt tell you about me?" And I was like. Oh crap! Like Uh-oh. really? Like now I'm gonna yeah. learn like some terrible secret? And he was like, "Well, I'm divorced." And I was like, "Okay." And yeah, he's like, right. "And I have two kids." And I was like, "Whoa!" And then he said he lived in Thousand Oaks, which, if you don't know California that well, is very far away from Los Angeles. Yeah, and that's that was like, when I was like, "What?" Well, yeah, that's the um, bad news right there. That's the like, "Whoa, Thousand Oaks." Like, I was like, "I can take two stepkids. I don't know if I can take that commute. Right. Like that's insane." Um, of course, I'm, like, getting so ahead of myself, like I tend to do. But, uh, I mean, like, we hadn't even gone on our date yet. But, anyway, it was, um, I, when I met the kids, they were 9 and 12. Lucas is nine, was 9, sorry, now he's 18. Um, he, yeah, I guess 4th grade, and Emily yeah. was finishing 8th grade. And, you know, like, I get... I get sometimes, ir- well, there's so many things that irritate me about the way people handle step parenting. But like, sometimes, like, people will be like, oh, do you have kids? And I'll say, yeah, I have two step kids. And they're like, no, but do you have any kids of your own? Oh, like, oh my God. God damn it. Like, like that's, I find that to be such a rude question. It is. And I, because it's like, well, I don't, yeah, they're my step kids. They're kids of my own. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so that has bugged me. But honestly, you know, 
I have had such an easy time of it. And, and one time, a long time ago, some friend of mine was like, you should write a book about step parenting. And I realized like it would be the shortest book ever because (laughs) I don't have, like, I know there's horror stories out there and I know people that have them. I don't have that. Like my, their mom, my husband's ex-wife is a total peach. We get along really, really well. The kids have always been so wonderful to me. I think honestly, like, I think they were just so happy that their dad was happy. I think they're like, genuinely good human beings, not just kids at the time. I mean, other adults, but you know, I think at the time they were just like, Oh, my dad's so happy. And, and they were just thrilled. Like there was no, on my end, there was no drama. There wasn't anything worrisome or like, like sticky that we had to get around. It really was honestly just the commute that was difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Was there, was there any just like awkwardness or jitters on your part at all? Oh my God. Yes. I mean, that part. Yes, of course. I mean, I was so nervous. Like I was just, first of all, I just wanted them to love me and, and my, my aunt, had also married a man years ago with two kids. And so I was calling her my Aunt Teresa for advice. And she just said, like, don't try to buy their love. Like, whatever, like, like bring over, if you bring over presents, like bring over food, bring over candy, ice cream, cupcakes, but like, don't buy them lots of presents. Like kids see through that shit. And they, oh, sorry, am I allowed to swear? Yes. Okay. Um, so they were like, she said, you know, they, they can tell, they can smell that from a mile away, but like bringing over treats is like a different thing. And, and also, you know, like I just tried to take it slow. The things that, the things that were hardest for me were like just logistics. Like I didn't know where any of their friends lived. So when it was like, when my husband would be like, Oh, can you drop Lucas off at his friend Kyle's? I'm like, sure. But then I get in the car with Lucas and I'm like, okay, so where does Kyle live? And like a nine-year-old doesn't know where his friend lives. Like, like, I remember that hilarious scene in the movie Stepmom years ago with Julia Roberts, where she's like, how do I find the birthday party? And they're like, look for the balloons. I'm like, oh, right. Like, like kids don't know where their soccer practice is. They don't know where their friends live. Like they don't know, you know, those things that that I sort of took for granted. I was like, well, yeah. So where's Kyle's house? Like where, you know, and, and, and I didn't know to like, am I supposed to walk him to the door? Does he just get um, out of the car? Yeah. Do I need to like yeah. make sure a parent's there? Like, I didn't know. And that kind of that that was like some those were some like some learning curves. But uh, no, that's like actually anything. I think that's a pretty. That's actually just, you know, a really good example of a learning curve. The you know the routine. Like, what's what yes. is this routine? Yeah. What is you know. Am, I, I love yeah. like, am I supposed to walk him to the door? I mean, we still have, like, those questions, too, where it's like, all right, am I supposed to be cool and just let her yeah. get out of the car? Or, like, my yeah. mother, yeah. I remember growing up, my mother was like, uh, you are not leaving this house until whoever is in that car comes to this door and knocks on it. Yeah. I was like, mother! Yeah. Right. So, like, but you don't know. Like, that's that's impossible. That's fun. But I also am like... <laughs> I care so much about not embarrassing them because yeah. I don't want to like, you know, being new. I just was like, oh gosh. I mean, I, I, I remember my dad saying like, anyone who pulls into our driveway and honks their horn, you're not going with them. Yeah, like exactly. there's no horn honking to get you out the door. The right. House. I'm like, oh, but dad. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, that's how, that's rude. And I felt that way too. I mean, I, I always tried to do the right thing, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't want to embarrass the kids. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to, my girlfriend, Janet, she has a nine-year-old and she was like, she called me on Friday and said, I just dropped 
my son off at baseball practice and left. It was the first time. And Uh she was like, I feel weird. I've never done that before. It's like the parents don't sit during practice anymore, like at this age. And I was like, oh gosh, I remember those days. Like I remember when you sit through the practice and then I remember one day, like this glorious moment where you don't, and then you get on the, in the road and you're so excited. You don't have to sit there. And then you're like, but really, I'm just going to literally go get a coffee and turn around and go right back because practice is an hour. And like, what am I going to do for one hour? Right. I might as well sit there. I can get more done. Yeah. There is that like weird (laughs) feeling of like, oh, I just got an hour of my life back. Yeah. (laughs) Woo. And now I'm reminded I I don't know what to do with it. I spend most of it driving. Yeah. Yeah. Driving. Yeah. And it's just driving or it's like picking up another kid from another practice and then going back. I mean, that was so crazy. Like all the practices. The the feeding of the children was very new to me. I didn't. I was single for so long. I didn't. So true. I was like a I was like a basket in the supermarket yeah. person. Yeah. Like yeah. I had a basket and I put in like my things and then I left and it was fast. And then now all of a sudden I'm like pushing a cart around yeah. and I'm like. I don't know how to feed four human beings. Like, I don't understand. I didn't cook. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. But like, of course you want to try and you want to do a good job. And like, I want them to love like whatever I make, but that was so difficult. That was hard. I didn't, that was like, that was probably the hardest part was the food part. Yeah. One of the things that we've uh, discovered over the years of having children in our houses is that 90% of parenting is just lying a lot uh, yeah. to <laughs> our kids, to people out in the world, whatever. Just, I'm great. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. I read a yeah. story about a lie that you told to your daughter mm, that is yes. the greatest lie I've heard in a while. Yeah. Uh, please, will you please tell us that story? Yeah. So this was years ago and it's, and okay. Yes, this is the story. So years ago, um, we're of course trying to make the kids watch all the movies that we loved because we still think they're great. So I make the children watch one night as a family. We watch Uncle Buck, which Mm -hmm. by the way, totally holds up. It's so good and so funny. So we watch Uncle Buck and I forget how old Emily was at this time. Must've been like 15 or something. She was anyway. And she just like, couldn't believe it when the movie was over, how much she loved the actress playing the um the oldest daughter and Uncle Buck and she's like she's so good like how come she's not a movie star like how how is she not like the most famous actress in the world and like I don't even understand what came over me I just literally said well she got pregnant in high school and had to quit acting forever <laughs> and like I know that's not true because now I actually have met that woman and I fully lied to my stepdaughter about it I just was like Oh, this is a way to scare her into thinking <laughs> this is the greatest none of this could ever like your whole life will be screwed if you get pregnant yeah, yeah. in high school it was like so awful and it came out of my mouth so quickly yeah. I remember my husband like turned his head and looked at me with like a quizzical expression on his face like seriously and I was like I am so sorry I said later that night I don't know what came over me I just I said that to her I don't know why it came out so quickly. No, um, it's the best line. Thanks. Well, it, I mean, so far so good. Yeah, I was gonna say she, <laughs> she's not not a, she finished high school. Yeah, <laughs> finished high school without a baby. So there you go. Check. Yeah, not check. on the poll. Yep. Check, check on the yeah <laughs> off the list. All right. Well, I want to get into just a little bit about the acting in the sense that like you've played mom roles pre and post kids and I yeah. was wondering like the I'm I'm gonna uh, you know you before kids you get the part of mom yeah. and I'm sure it's just like before kids 
and then fill in any statement that comes after that. <laughs> I thought this yeah. was the... Can you talk a little bit about how you approached it before kids versus how you approached it after kids and things that maybe you never want to think about again in terms of <laughs> the before choices, <laughs> the after choices, any of that? Well, you know, I like I didn't have my kids as babies, right. but I will say that like before I knew them, I remember playing a mom once and I was like pushing a stroller or something and I was talking to another actor in the scene in the TV show and I took my hand up the stroller and I put my back to the stroller and I was like doing the scene and the director's like, cut. Like, you would never take your hand off the stroller. You would never turn your back on your baby like that. Like, you just wouldn't do it. Like, you might turn your back, but you would have your hand on that stroller. Right. Or, you like, you like there was just these, like, instinct things that, you know, and again, while my children were older, when they came into my life, like, I felt that. Like, immediately, yeah. I was like, oh, you keep your eye on your kids. Like, yeah. no matter what. Like, at a party, at you know, uh, the mall at the movies at dinner, like when they get up and go to the bathroom, like there is a, there's a quarter of one eye that is always like, when are they coming back from the bathroom? Where are they? Or there, they made it to the bathroom. Okay. Or like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 No, I was going to say, I was going to say with the stroller thing, yeah, you'd never do that except uh, maybe once you might do it (laughs) once and then you wouldn't do it again. Then you wouldn't do it again. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend of mine called me once, and it was her first baby, and she was like, I just want to go into Starbucks so bad, and this baby is sleeping in the car. I can't leave it in the car just to run in really fast, right? And I'm like, no, you Not can't. Yeah, no, yeah. we've all been there. We've all been I know. there. That's and why they have like, the drive-thru now. Front of the, yeah, she's like, I parked in front of the Starbucks just staring in the window like a freak <laughs> with this baby like, sleeping in my backseat. I'm like... Girl, you can't go in there. You can't. That's why I used to call ahead to places like I, this is the when I had to go to the vet with the cats, and I had a baby who did not find car rides relaxing uh, oh, or God. anything relaxing really for a while. <laughs> uh, and so I just called and I said, "Look, I'm coming, and I have to have my you know baby with me, and he's going to be screaming the whole time." And I was just wondering if you would come out and help me get the cats yeah. out of the car when I come in. They're like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm going to start applying yeah. this to everything. Yeah. Will you bring my dry cleaning oh, yeah. out? I've got a baby in the yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. Baby in the car. I know. Maybe I'll get a car seat. I yes! did notice, like, one thing I loved about um, when I finally had these children, I was always, like, totally thinking my friends are lying every time. They're like, oh, we actually yeah. have to cancel because our kid is sick or the kid has this thing, and so I have to cancel. And I was like, these people are canceling all the time. And then I realized, like, when I got my stepkids, I was like, oh, no, I can be the counselor. I can yeah. be like, oh, look at, like, look at the test tomorrow. So I have to yeah. stay home and help him with that. <laughs> or, oh, I didn't know he had a baseball game. Or, like, Emily is going to a dance, so I'm going to be there to take pictures. Sorry, we have to cancel. I was like, I can finally use children as an excuse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. So are your kids at all impressed with what you do? <laughs> they like you know what I'll tell you if they are they do not act like it I mean I thought for sure like all my friends when I was telling them oh I'm going on a date with a guy who has kids they're like oh they're gonna freak out when they meet you they're gonna love it and like I never felt that now I feel like they're proud of me but impressed no I never felt that and if that is the case like they hide it better than anyone I've ever met (laughs) but you know they were like I think I think being like close enough to LA but like still in their own I mean kids are the most selfish human beings yeah like they are so self-involved that um like and I mean that it's just a fact yeah 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 yeah. no they just are that's and, and and like so I think 
that was another thing I didn't understand. I was like, oh, I've got this. I was in 13 going on 30 and Emily is 12 years old. Like she is going to just die for me. And I was like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. Like that was basically the the first time. And I was like, huh. But I realized after so much time that like, yeah, they're just in their own bubble. Like they don't really care. Number one. And number two, being close enough to LA that there's like enough sometimes every once in a while famous people around that, you know, yeah. I think if I had been a like a pitcher for the Dodgers, my stepson yeah. would have been like yeah. way more into me. Yeah. Did you find it? This is a random uh, question. Uh, did you did you find like when they were that age where you were taking them around and yeah. having to like just be out with them a lot? Is that like difficult given that you've done so much work in which it would make you recognizable? Was it ever like did that add an extra layer of? God, I don't want to go to the park. Like, yeah. God. Oh, um, no, not really. Yeah. I, I don't think so. It was never like weird like that. Okay. No, it was never. I've never, I get like one or two here and there, but like it's never been a big deal. And I think that there was sort of like fair warning, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think honestly, like the people within the community where these kids were being raised were like, really everyone just kind of cares about their own thing they all just do their own thing I mean it's very family oriented yeah. it's super suburban it's like baseball and soccer like you know yeah. most of the moms stay home and 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 take care of the kids and it just feels like I slid right into this like super family environment and it was less about me being a, a actor and more about like do you need help figuring out like where practice is like yeah. or like like that people being really helpful and I think it was nice you can tell how or I could tell how much people um liked my husband and supported him (laughs) by how open and willing they were to help me like kind of in the transition oh that's so nice that is a nice experience yeah yeah that's that's amazing all right, let's wrap up on maybe one last little question. Okay. I know, because I can. This is why we don't ever have people in the studio, because I will talk to them for eight hours. I will, like, <laughs> we literally cannot ever have anybody in here, because I'm like, we only got 20 minutes. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, let's get some, somebody order coffee. Yeah, but, 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 but. Um, so was there anything you had a you had a fairly you know easy experience as you were talking to us yeah. but how did you find because you've got a really busy schedule and there's this adapting to a new like literal life role as a parent how did you work in self-care how did you find time to like <laughs> take care of yourself cuz I still haven't figured you know, that out <laughs> I was literally just going to say I does anyone no. can anyone fit in self care? I mean the one thing I will say is that like by tra- traveling so much for work, like I get my self care in like when I'm out of town working. Yeah. Like I I like take baths in hotels in my hotel room. I do a lot of like reading and I do all the things that like I would love to be doing every day, but I just do them when I'm out of town. And now as the kids are older and and it's not so hands-on, like, or really at all hands-on. Um, it's different now. But, yeah, back then it was like, well, I better get this in now. Like, I'm staying in this hotel. I'm going to get a massage. I'm yeah. going to have room service. I'm going to, you know, do all those things while I'm out of town. Because, you know, once the, like, plane hits the ground, it's like I have, like, my car service dropped me off at, like, the soccer field, like, yeah. with my suitcase. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have time to necessarily fit that stuff in but there is time later on I promise I promise to all of you that when the kids are older you will have time to do all those things 
I promise. When somebody finds you crumpled up in a ball in the corner, there'll be time to unravel you, iron you out, and make you half a person again. (laughs) Yes. And honestly, when when people would say, like, it goes by fast, I cannot, like, that is no truer words have ever been said. And I just kept thinking, like, even now as my stepdaughter has moved back in with us, I'm like, enjoy this time, enjoy this time, enjoy this time. Like, she's going to move out and she's never coming back. And then, you know, <laughs> it's, I'll miss her so much. So I know. Like, this yeah. is it, man. It's a harsh reality of they're going to go and they're never coming back yeah. and they won't call on Sundays <laughs> and they're just <laughs> ungrateful, horrible, lovely people. Uh, yes, yes. God, it's the worst karma. It's just like that circle <laughs> of life, isn't it? Always makes me, I get through every week and I'm like, I need to call my mother right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Judy, thank you so much for joining us. We yeah, had such a nice time me. talking to you. We'll link everybody up to where they can find you, though. I'm sure they've already you found so you in their house with Storybots. <laughs> well, I do have, I would love one more plug. I yeah. do a show on PBS, a voice called Let's yes. Go Luna. Yes, it's yes. It's on PBS as well for kids. And that's another great kids show that people are really loving. So, it, yes, Storybots it really and Let's is. Go Luna, I, thank you. I forgot to mention that one. This is like, again, I refer to this as the golden age of PBS children's yeah. program. Yes. It is just yeah. the best stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, so we'll make sure we link awesome. everybody up to those things. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye. was fun so fun oh my gosh she's a delight she's the best she is yeah <laughs> just i love it i do too i do too i could just really go off in a lot of different ways I right know. now about some of the things she talked about but we won't because we've got important work to do today yeah we do and that work is telling you a little bit more about the max fun drive which is happening right now we're gonna tell you how to become a member and we're going to tell you about some special One Bad Mother activities happening. So to become a member, it's actually really easy. You just go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Choose a level that's right for you. You're going to enter some basic credit card information into the system. You are going to set it and forget it. That is basically the end of that. <laughs> uh, you can also choose gifts at that point. But it's really easy, and we really appreciate you taking the time right this moment if you're at your computer, because if you put it off, you might not remember. You might not have time. We're parents. You know, if we're listening on your phone, your phone is right there. You can do it on your phone. Our website works with mobile. So MaximumFun.org slash donate. Choose a level that's right for you and set it and forget it. And they'll uh, ask you what shows you want to support and listen to, and make sure you click One Bad Mother. Also, we've got some fun things happening over the next two weeks. For example, there are going to be many videos dropping throughout the course of the next two weeks on all the social media platforms that are as just, they're delightful. Starring Biz and Teresa. Teresa, who want to (laughs) know why we don't have a TV show. Also, we're going to do a live Ask Us Anything on the private Facebook group on March 26th. That's Tuesday, the 26th from 1130 to 1230. You can find more details about that as that gets closer on social media. 
And all new upgrading members at the $20 a month level will get a video good job shout out from either myself or Teresa over the next two weeks. And all new and upgrading members at the $35 a month or up level gets a call from us once the drive's over. And we chat. We yeah. chit chat. And this one, this is, this is delightful. If we can get 300 upgrading or new members, we're going to have a lip sync battle. Yep. Teresa and I. I've never done that before, I've by the way. I've never done it before okay. either. Uh, but in my mind, I've been thinking, should I do meatloaf? <laughs> so, you know, there you go. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. So to keep it really simple, yep. MaximumFun.org slash donate. That's really all you want to do right now. now. That's the main thing to do. That's yep. what we're asking you to do. The other stuff is just stay tuned because it's going to be fun stuff. Yep. And also, if you feel so inclined, you can share that you donated because that really kind of helps other people see like, oh, yeah, I should donate too. And that helps us a lot. So if you're already a member, please go ahead and let folks know online that you are supporting One Bad Mother. You can like shout it out proud and we will be very grateful for that. Speaking of things we're grateful for, we are grateful to moms having a breakdown. Hi, One Bad Mothers and Parents. This is a rant. I just dropped my 19-month-old off at daycare, and my partner is out of town for the second week in a row, and I have to do the morning by myself. It's just one kid, but he's really difficult right now. He's super needy and clingy, and he's getting into fucking everything, and I can't do fucking anything. It's so hard to get myself ready when he's, like, a million directions and opening everything. And I was, like, two feet away, and he climbed up on his bookshelf, which is anchored to the wall, but he still fell off and smacked his face and got a bloody lip. And I felt really bad, of course, and he was hurt. So I cleaned him up, and he started to feel better. But, like, once that happens, he's super whiny and even clingier so that made getting out of the house just really hard and so when I dropped him off at daycare they asked how's he doing this morning and I said he's kind of difficult and I just sort of wanted to like drop him off and run away but of course I feel a little bit bad about just saying good luck he's all yours because I know he's also sad and upset and misses his dad and now I'm just upset and appreciate being able to vent so I can shake it off and try and go be productive at work luckily he does love daycare and I'm sure he's doing fine fine by now so love the show you guys really appreciate it bye you're doing a really good job yeah this is I have been there with Mm -hmm. the, like, I just have to get you to school. Yeah. And then I'm going to walk away. Mm -hmm. And then there's the guilt of, ugh. Yeah. Is that how I'm supposed to be feeling? Yeah. Or just then when you do it, for some reason, you don't feel better. And you don't know why. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shitty feeling. It is. Why don't they tell you about that? Yeah. You know? Because there's, like, yeah. 
I finally have all this time. Yeah. But you don't. You're going to work. Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. coming off of this. But there's something about like all the things we have to get done to get from A to B. And depending on your kid, that is going to look a million different ways. Yeah. And, you know, the climbing, the falling, the, you know, now I got a bump now. Or, you know, in our house, it's the shoe went on before my shoe went on. And now everything is really ruined forever. Mm-hmm. And you got to get the kid into the car while they're crying. You know you have to kind of forge through it while also try. It's so much. Yeah. And you're tired. Yeah. Jesus. You're doing such a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. You're not alone. It's those are feelings that we have that and yeah. they I wish somebody had explained them better to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And yeah, you're just doing remarkable. You seriously are. Yeah. You're Amazing. Yeah. For real. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn this week? Uh, Hold this while I think about some things. (laughs) I guess we learned that carrying things for our children is sometimes required when they are, say, babies. They cannot carry it on their own. Or when they are older but need some help. Or if you really just have to get the fuck out of your house and wherever you're going. Yep. Or if it's the apocalypse and you need everybody to hustle. Mm -hmm. Also, we learned it can tap a little into the notion of I'm raising complete morons. (laughs) I can't carry that goddamn stuff. Or like I'm no longer a human. I'm no longer a human. I'm just a... Taps more into that, I think. Taps more into the I am just a coat rack with body parts. That's weird. (laughs) We also learned that... Judy Greer is lovely. Yep. Oh, so good. We kind of knew. We but knew that. Now we before, really but now know. we really we know. We experienced it. That's <laughs> pretty good. And that this is the first week of the Max Fun Drive. And we are so thankful to everyone who has been supporting us for the last, God, six years. And I, I mean, two years ago, I mean, two years in, I remember being like, how long are we thinking about doing this show? <laughs> And now I'm like, I really hope we can keep doing this show yeah. because it's, it is validating as a self to mm-hmm. know that I am not the only person who is wrestling with yeah. being a self. Yeah. Plus, I just really like hearing Teresa's fails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really means a lot to us. The show is only possible because of you. And this, again, is the one time of year that we get all the funding for our show so we can make it happen. And we really appreciate it. And I can't wait to show you how much we appreciate it all this week and all next week. You can go to MaximumFun.org slash donate, click it, and set it. Not very rhymey, but effective. Everybody... You're doing such a remarkable job. It is desperately hard to do things, especially when your hands are full. Yeah. You're doing great. You guys are amazing. It's spring. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe we're doing it either. And it's about to be fucking spring break. Yeah. Like every other week is somebody else's spring break. Yeah. We have two spring breaks in our house and they're separated by a full week ah, God. of regular school. Oh, God. 
that. April's going to be fun. Ha ha. So again, you're doing great. Yeah. Teresa. Yes. You are doing a very good job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.